try to tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby. This might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yeah, yeah, episode 105, we in the building. You already know who it is. It's the host with the most, B Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sizone. Yes, yes. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Slick Grayson. How y'all feeling out there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Please follow us on all social media. This might not go well. If you have any brain deals, business opportunities, please email us at this might not go well at gmail.com. All right, episode 105. Really? How's it going? Let's do our weekly check-ins. Oh, I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. We here. You know, had to do this a little day early, so I'm not necessarily in my regular Thursday mood. We're going to have a fun Wednesday mood going. How you feeling? Ah, man. Feeling all right. You feel me? Uh, got a lot of stuff done. Uh, got a lot of stuff planned. Um, aftermath of Valentine's Day, seen a lot of couples, seen a lot of love, black love. I was happy to see that. And I didn't really see too many bitter, bitter people this year, which was refreshing. Was it? I feel like the bitter people be the most fun to see on the timeline. It was on Twitter. That's where you saw everybody was like, "Oh, this nigga got a girlfriend." <laughs> That's where you see the it, bad it, shit. It, and also, I didn't really see too many um, Galentines oh, I seen on my them. timeline. I seen mad at them. I seen mad oh, at for them. real. Yeah, I seen mad at them. There's nothing wrong with it. Shout out to all the girls that celebrated love with each other. I just feel like we gotta stop getting caught nah, up. Yeah, people say it's important. Yeah, it's wild. You're disrespectful. <laughs> You gotta stop getting caught up in like, yo, I don't got a man. I mean, you can show love, but it's Valentine's Day. Like, if you're really getting love 365 days a year, one day should not be the day that make or break your relationship or make or break the way you feel about the nigga you're talking to or feel about being single. Don't let don't let these niggas jip you into that. And fellas, if you're buying be, $70 but, but, roses. But, but, but let's be serious. Is Valentine's Day needed or is it important? I think it's kind of like those other holidays, like National Taco Day or shit like that. Like, it's cool. I think it's the fact that it's been around in mainstream pop culture for so long that it gets the, the rap that it does. And you, it is an excuse to spend time with the person you love or do something nice for somebody. I think sometimes people like to have that. But I also feel like it's definitely blown out of proportion. Like, the, the fact that they're taking $20 bouquets and charging you $80 for them or, you know edible arrangements range day prices and stuff like i was just like come on ma i went to the same hotel deals if you did a little hotel surprise the niggas was taxing yeah like i definitely went to my same flower guy he gave me the flowers for the same price like it's definitely just about finding people with integrity that's not just trying to you know price gouge you because the same shit you bought for 60 dollars yesterday was probably 20 today so facts and then like each year you gotta do something different you gotta up the up the ante you feel me but I, but I love it though. I don't know. I'm I'm one of those hopeless romantics. You know, I love rom- I love my rom coms. Gay. <laughs> um, I kind of like it though. I feel like you know, yes, you should show love to your partner every day that y'all together, or every you know, whatever, whatever that cliche scene is. But that day to show love and express the love. I don't really like the whole posting it on social media though, because it's kind of like you're just you're doing it for clicks and likes and attention. Just post your little happy Valentine's Day love and keep it pushing. 
Yeah, I'm not really big on posting in general. You know that. I, you told me I helped you with your birthday caption and didn't even retweet that shit. I waited till you put that shit on the album cover for the episode, and I was like, all right, nigga, I know, nigga. I be trying to <laughs> every every week I harass him to promote the damn pod. At least now he's starting to repost it now. And <laughs> yeah, nah, I don't, I don't post because I'm just feel like yo. I mean, I get it. It's a promote in terms of business. I get it, but I just feel like. I think that what happened was that we got caught up in that influence of, oh, I'm pretty, I'm fly, you know, we look good, let's even get a brand deal type shit. Like, if I'm out yeah. having fun, I'll throw something up there, but if, for the most part, I'm like, I'm not big on posting. Like, I was like, me and my lady had a great time. That's all people need to know. You feel me? And I, I'm not hiding my girl from the world or the world hiding, whatever they say. <laughs> ah, that's what they saying. That's they, what they, they saying. Like, like, yo, nah. slick, you talk about your wife, you need to post up more. I post up for her birthday. So look, and that's one one of the few people I will post. <laughs> nah, nah, but I, I'm, I'm giving the floor to talk your shit. Let these niggas know that you love your shorty. <laughs> They know that. Talk your shit. If you know me, you know that. I don't got to speak on it. I don't got to. Oh, my good lord. <laughs> that was an alley hoop to be like, yo. I caught it. I came down with it. It's all right. It's fine. <laughs> I said, okay. She knows she's special. She knows what it is. And if you know me, you know what it is. That's why I was like, I don't got to soak it up. She's beautiful. Right. She's smart. What, 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 what need to be said don't need to be understood. You Absolutely. heard? You get it. If you get it, you got it. That's great. If you don't get it, stop trying to make it up in your head. You can ask me directly. Well, for niggas like me who didn't have no Valentine's, you feel me? It was nice though, you know. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. I was telling I was telling my homegirl this. Yo, next year I'm I'm, I'm, I'm participating. I'm putting my bid in. 2024. I'm, pu- I'm putting my bid in. For what? I don't care if I I don't care if I met you on February 12th. Oh, you gonna be my Valentine? <laughs> I think too. Valentine's Day is about effort. I think that's something that people forget. Like. It don't gotta be your end all be all type vibes, but it could just be like, yo, if you mess somebody, if you, I'd be telling the kids like, yo, if you like somebody, y'all vibing, like, yo, be my Valentine. I don't mean you my girlfriend. I mean like we can go have some food, we can go have a drink, we can go do whatever. Yeah, I mean, we can have raw sex, you know. You're a sick man. That's really sweet. wow. <laughs> I mean, I get it, sure, of course, but then you know, make sure you know her a little bit before you wake up with that itch you can't scratch. Up the plan B price, you feel me? Hopefully. <laughs> Sick man. Sick hey, we do a podcast, man. You know what? I gotta put entertainment on it. This is all funny games. You feel me? You know, I ain't gonna lie. A lot of people hit me up about the the, the, the mental breakdown last episode, even though it was for shits and giggles, by the way. You're a but lying motherfucker. I, I, now, You're a lying motherfucker because you had a mental breakdown in pre-production. You had a mental breakdown in post-production, and you had it on the fucking episode. He's not okay, ladies and gentlemen. He is sick no, and tired. No, 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 no. During no. the episode, you wanted me to talk. You wanted one. me to talk my I shit. Agree, I, no, fuck you. You had your moment. <laughs> now, fuck you. I'm exposing this shit. <laughs> he is hurt. No, Y'all need to stop. I'm gonna, stop. I'm, no, I'm, I'm no. Fuck you. Shut up. No, I'm muting you. No, I don't care. I don't care. Oh, so he had a mental breakdown because he's sick and tired of y'all saying that the podcast is him. It is not him, but it is fake him. All right, I'm gonna put his mic back on now because he's OD. But yes, he was he's going through it, y'all. So make sure y'all send love, flowers, candies, ladies, send nudes his way towards his IG at Brezzy underscore Poppy. Like make him let him know that he's not he is shit. He is worth it. And he does matter. Unmute me. <laughs> I'm, I'm unmuted. Yes. Oh, cat. No, I just had no. Okay, I only admit to one breakdown was the pre-production because nah, that shit caught me off guard though. I ain't gonna hold you because it was like I was even checking for them for say, but then for them just to say that, I was just like, yo, what the hell? He's having another breakdown, ladies and gentlemen. And then and then and then you I, and then also I know how much I've calmed down over the years. Like I ain't gonna hold you. The pandemic really sat my ass down, and then for me to still for my wholeness to not get deleted. <laughs> 
gets holding this and never gets deleted. I think you would understand. We just told about this in pre-production. Niggas don't get no, there's no leeway. There's no growth. Uh, 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 attention, all of our listeners. I have joined the hopeless wave. Slick has finally, after weeks of beating me down with this logic, I have succumbed to this logic. There's no hope. It's sad to say, man. And I hate him for this. Guys, welcome to the hopeless side. Hey, hey, yo, it's not a bad life. No hope for guys. It's not a bad life. It's not a bad life at all. We well, just discussed it. When you really look through the okay, now, I, I, now I got to be PC. Now it's PC, Brian. I don't care. You know, y'all niggas gonna call. Oh, Brian, you pussy. Ah, you PC now. Let me rock now, cause y'all niggas are giving me pussy. So <laughs> it's PC from now on. Okay. You're lying. <laughs> But no, um, welcome to the but just but but okay. Before I talk about looking in the world in the men's lens, women, y'all y'all voice matters. Y'all opinion <laughs> and what y'all go through and suffering matters. And you and and your and your feelings matter are heard and understand. Now before I get to this, because they, they you know when I start talking about my men's shit, they be like, oh, what about us women? Your shit is valid too, mama. But like, like what we talked about in pre-production, like when you look at the world in a men's lens and how like shit just be so unfair, but as a man, you just got to strap yourself by the bootstrap and continue pushing on. Like you only really legit only have probably one second or two to feel something and move on. Like even within our friendship, like I just said, like, yo, it's rare the type of transparency friendship that we have. A lot of guys don't experience how we've been transparent over the last couple of months about certain things. And certain guys just have to just, even though you could talk to your guy friend, but you can't really go in depth. You just have to really just, cause no, there's no excuse for you. You don't gather no sympathy. And, and if, if, if shit happens to you, I right, will get over it and go move forward. And that shit is sad when you really sit down and really digest it. Welcome to the dark side, my brother. Oh, I hate this nigga. <laughs> you hate me because I'm right. And I think a lot of people know I'm right. <laughs> it's great to have optimism and whatnot. We're not saying don't be optimistic about the world. But just understand that in human-to-human interaction, the way the world is skewed right now, men, we've never been given that 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 levity to be able to express ourselves or go through shit and feel it for real, for real. Without, you know... Being creative, oh, I'm drugged up. I'm always out. I'm alkied up. You know, I'm being self destructive. I'm I'm fucking all the hoes. You feel me? That's what we're allowed to do. We're not allowed to just sit here and say, "Oh, some shit ain't fair." I think as men, when you realize life ain't fair, I think you hear that as a kid and you never realize who they were saying that for. They were saying it for us. Life, yeah, and then you, and then really, so you got to pick your battles, and you have to choose peace over being right. Yeah. You have to. Uh, and as a generation raised by single mothers who was always right, it's like, what the fuck? How am I supposed to? How do I navigate? I always learned how to be. I had to fight to be to be right, and instead now it's like, <laughs> well, man, nah, I want to sleep good at night. I want to, you know, I want to be able to take a nap. I want to be able to just not come home and not battle. So I get it. So like somebody said, it's okay to be hopeless. And it's like you see it not just in relationships, but in the world we live in, politically, socially, financially, the finances, right? That them twenty and thirty percent Marcos we've seen over the last year are kicking niggas' asses. If you look at the price of things in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one and twenty nineteen compared to now, it's nasty out here. Extremely. And like, yo, you and as a man, you just gotta find different source different streams of income now. To, to pay your bills, to do what you want, 
to set up for the future. Like back in the days, niggas only had to work one job <laughs> and set themselves up, work a job for a couple of years, a couple of decades, and be set up for the rest of their life. That shit no longer. Like that social security shit. That shit gonna be gone by the time we get to that age. It's like, so why do we pay it? That's even the fuck though. Like, I'm paying for something I'm not gonna read. That I think that's the fair shit. Like, we really be our generation asks questions about fairness. Why am I doing this if I'm not going to benefit? Like, why are we paying tax money for y'all to send this shit to the Ukraine? Them niggas ain't never sent us a dollar during none of our our um national stripes. Flint, Flint still got dirty water. What are oh, we dude. talking about over here? Oh, right. So. It's always like I think it's just like our generation is about the fairness. I think it's trickled down. I was having this conversation earlier. It was like between black men and black women in particular. I think that's where the breakdown comes the most because both of us want to be right. We want to feel heard. We want to feel seen. And it's just like, yo, what the fuck? You can't be right if I. It's like we can't coexist. It's hard. Like how can you be right if I'm right? You know. And two things can be true. That's one of my favorite sayings right now. Your point of view and my point of view can definitely be true. But there's a way to go about it and figure out how to make shit work. And I think that's where everybody's at. But welcome to the Hopeless Gang. About ten years podcast. The yeah. Hopeless Boys. Hopeless, hopeless gang. Right. But um, not a lot of stuff happened this week. Um, first of all, be a quick we episode. do want to send a, a condolences to the people who got affected by the Michigan State University shooting. Condolences. Um, it was that shit is really like because I just saw something on Twitter of one of the one of one of the survivors of the Sandy Hook massacre. She was she she attends Michigan State University, and this is the second mass shooting that she had to participate in. And you can see how much trauma that person was going through. And I'm just like, damn, this shit really become a norm now. And also, I want to send my condolences to Trey. I can't say his name the right way, so it's like help me out. Oh, Trey Grow the Dove from De La Soul. He has passed away. Legendary artist over there. You feel me? We also got the all the people that lost their lives to the earthquake, I believe it was in Turkey. Is that where it was? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, so definitely it's been a, a heavy week, a very, very heavy week. So we just send love and light to all affected by any of these losses or any loss that you might be dealing with outside of, you know, national news or media. So Everybody's going through something We just send love and light Remember we come here to cut up And get away from the bullshit Or even tackle the bullshit In a fun and creative way So if you got If you are going through anything Just know this might not go This might not go Where we got you Look at that That's a fact You feel me uh, We want to play a little De La Soul for them yeah, Let people Because don't put a lot of respect On De La Soul Like that's a legendary crew And you always and Especially the- a crop show Called Crest yeah, I'm gonna say you do hear a lot about them in like those um, what's it called? In a lot of like hip hop documentaries, but we don't really get the we don't get the effect. So let's see. And also, and also, I I appreciate that at least he got to perform on a Grammy stage for the hip hop celebration before he passed away. So that's also too. I think I'm going to run. Let's run. Me myself and I by De La Soul. Let's get it. That's 
song is such a feel-good song. I fuck with it. Um, but what happened? The Super Bowl, man. Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Now, only thing is bad about this was such a great game until the last couple of minutes, Slick. That penalty, everybody's going to talk about it now. Everybody's talking about now they're trying to give the Mickey Mouse ring <laughs> to Mahomes. What's your thoughts on the whole Super Bowl thing? Uh, I think it's something that you got to call consistently throughout the game. It sucks that it comes down to a penalty in that situation, but if you're like the defensive back admitted to holding and also to like, yo, I mean, you're taught to play the game by the rule. You got to call what you see. But it was a great game. Shout out to Jalen Hurts, who put the Eagles on his back. Four touchdowns, what? three on the ground, one in the air, two-point conversion. Like, he kept them in the game. And honestly, I think the defense is what really let, let up against them. They had, what, the number one or two-ranked defense on the year. And, you know, they couldn't stop Mahomes. I think that was something that was a great equalizer. I know when we were uh, giving our predictions last app, we said it was probably going to be a three- or five-point game. I think we I had the Eagles. You said Eagles you said Chiefs? I was I was in the defense, but I think I said Chiefs. Right. But I could be wrong, though. But I think we definitely said a three-point spread, so we was right then and there. And I think, like I said, coming down to the wire, a field goal, I see, I feel for Philly folks because it looked like y'all was in control of that game until they gave whatever Patrick Mahomes got in that, his, his right ankle because that boy started wilding. They, they it was liquid cocaine and whatever they gave him, but and now you know you know what's crazy. Um, two of the coordinators for the Eagles just got head position jobs: one at the Colts and one at Arizona. Yeah. So that's I mean you know, but also I'm also sad though. I, I don't know if you're familiar with the office and coordinator for the Chiefs. He's a black man. Um, I want to get his get his name right, so I don't want to. You feel me? But he's, this is the second time he's not being checked for a head coaching position, which is Eric crazy. Yes, Eric. He had bought two championships to KC. Now, everybody thinks they, um, Andy Reid calls the plays. Eric is the one that really calls the plays and really helps them out. And they was giving him all his credit at the Super Bowl. And it's a shame that a person who brought two Super Bowls in the last five years is not up for a head coaching position while there's people who haven't called call who haven't called plays or given opportunity. You just saw the Colts, even though yes, the Eagles did good this season during the season, they hired Jeff Saturdays, a person who was coaching high school. Mind you, mind you, listen to this slick, you know how, you know how the, the coordinator got the job. They interviewed him on Monday by Monday afternoon. He, he they announced that he got the job. Yeah, that's probably like never. He just then he used to play for the Colts. I remember that. But you didn't even. But it's it's kind of like what's the problem? It's kind of like yo, y'all not even giving niggas fair opportunities. Y'all not even even talking about round two to black to black coaches. And it's kind of like yo, you have someone who led who led the Chiefs to two Super Bowls in five years, and he is being overlooked. It's always a tough show in the NFL. You know, NFLs is they don't really fuck with niggas. <laughs> we great to put on the field, but they ain't giving us. <laughs> but um, shout out to the Chiefs, though. You feel me? Um, Juju, I saw that little tweet. Well, that was petty because that nigga was almost out of the league. They was frying his ass, boy. Corvette, Corvette, and your ass got hit. <laughs> TikTok, boy. <laughs> nah, they said it's, it's, it's a shame when niggas is better at TikTok than the actual they actual job. I was like, ooh, that's fucked up. <laughs> But you know what? Unfortunately, Victor goes to spoils. If you're the Victor, you can talk your shit. That shit is corny, though. Because it's like the man, if, the, if he was said I didn't hold you, I get it. 
But it's like, yo, it, like again, like nigga said, it's like you were almost out of the league, and now you like I get it. You get a chance to, you know, you was the, he did have some great catches on in the second half of the game to get the Chiefs in great scoring position. But at the same point, be humble, my nigga. Like, cause like they said, it's not like you was Tyreek. You wasn't a game changer. You had they said this nigga. You're not, you're not even Sammy Watkins. <laughs> they said the defense, had, the defensive player, had more touchdowns than that nigga this year. Like they were cutting his ass. <laughs> I think that I was here all here for like, don't do clown shit. It's like when a person that's not meant to do nothing, like the whack player on the court hit the game winner, you're just like, come on, bro, you're not like that. And they start talking shit. Like, now I got to beat you up. Now I got to fuck you up because you was talking crazy. Nah, I'm telling you now, you better start working on your game now because next season. They are on your is- head. It's over. <laughs> Go cut in that middle, though. Do no slant in the middle. Them niggas gonna fucking flatjack your ass. I, yo, I laughed. Nah, I was laughing because I think when AJ Brown said something, he's like, "Yo, congratulations, you won." But this is corny as fuck. And you know who was? Because you're not that guy. He called. He ran the nigga. He ran the whole fucking call sheet on this nigga. And he was like, "Damn, I, it seemed like you had that on your chest for a while." Th- thank you for the congratulations. I was like, "Damn, don't play the victim now. Don't white woman this thing." Don't white woman this thing, bro. But I got to give Juju a little credit for the clap back against the other cornerback because I don't know if you're familiar, the other cornerback for the Eagles, there was this one time where he was playing for the Saints and one of the Texans wide receiver came behind him and smacked the shit out of him. <laughs> he put that gift there. I was like, all right, cool. That was a, that was a nice comeback. <laughs> but what you what you think about the Rihanna um, halftime performance? I ain't watch it. I wasn't home. I ain't going front. I ain't give a fuck. I was happy to see her. She's pregnant. Shout out to ASAP doing it all for stay-at-home dads around the country. We appreciate you, King, doing what all real men said they would do if they got the Mariana. Um, but I heard I heard she did her hits. I heard it wasn't as performy as people would have liked. I saw some people loved it. Some people She's hated pregnant. it. She is pregnant. Did she confirm that? I, I just saw that she had a bump. No, no. She came out with the baby button. Her, her people's confirmed it afterwards. Oh, okay. ASAP said, let the pussy heal by Tuesday. I'm in that shit on Thursday. It's lit. <laughs> But, He's um, doing everything that a nigga who will get with Rihanna would do. I can't blame and I can't hate. I about to say he had, had the um, jacket with her fucking symbol on the back. I was like, I fuck with him, King. But you know, but due to her being pregnant, I'm not gonna have a high standard for her performance because I think you know, even though she wasn't much of a dancer during her whole career, but no, no. No guest appearances. It wasn't can't about get Jay Z to do Run the Town. I know you can't get Kanye because nobody fucking with Kanye. But apparently, she did the shit for free. And I know whoever no, said that whoever, they don't get paid for it. Whoever said the meme about um, what's it called marketing? People actually do some shit. No, that she's a billionaire. She could do shit like that. These millionaires absolutely can do these shows for free. But in this case, she hasn't really performed since you know the uh, anti you know running from that album. So give her give her some grace, and I think the fact that she came out, she reminded us who the fuck she was. She about to have another baby and disappear for another five years. <laughs> like it was just a reminder. Yeah, I never getting that album. <laughs> that album is never coming out. It, the funny part is, it's probably been done for like the last three years. That's the wildest part, and I think that's the thing when you have an artist of that caliber, they probably are sitting on at least forty tracks that could still be hits today. You feel me? Yeah. So it's like she could drop it. If I'm Rihanna, I drop a mixtape the day my baby, my next baby born, just for fun. Like here, hold this mixtape. Now, question for you: Who would you want to be next year's halftime performer? Usher Raymond the Fourth. Oh, they was disrespecting my guy. Yeah, they could suck they my sing, they, they, Yeah, they, yeah. Now they's wild. That's my guy. I don't play that they fucking game. Disrespecting my guy. I don't play that game because I'm like they've done Bruno. I'm trying to think who's like when you really think about who has a. I think the thing with Usher is that he hasn't had a mainstream hit in about. Eight years, but I think remember the Super Bowl used to be about legacy acts and the way that his his Las Vegas run has been going. He got a new single dropping this Friday, I think, called Glue. 
I think you you if even if you do like an arm to Lori Harvey seeing that video. Oh, right, that's who that was. I didn't see the video. I just heard the little snippet. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's somebody who you know could put on a show. He has the features, can bring out guests. He has hits that he'll play them, and a white American games who a black America is going to vibe with. It's not like it's going to be solely an R and B show. I'm like, we've done Beyonce, we've done Rihanna, we've done. We gave J Lo a run, and what has she put out in the last 15 years? Not to be disrespectful, like shout out to you for being who you are. But at the same point, at least Usher can sing and dance. And it's been document. It's been well documented how great his his residency is going. I would say Adele, but she doesn't have as many upbeat songs. I would think. Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be that great. Has Taylor Swift done it? Uh, she was rumored to do it. This, so. She was rumored to the do weekend. It. The weekend did a great job. But then it was also promoting an album that a lot of people didn't really weren't like his like well, only his core fans really liked. So I think that was something that was off putting for some people. But then mm-hmm. I'm like. Usher makes sense. If you're not going to go T Swift and the Swifties and just you know utilize that platform just for the the she she would drink bring in numbers. I think Usher could put together a fun show, bring together a lot of people from a lot of different bet. John you can get David Gutter, Little John, Ludacris, Jeezy, Future, uh, Future, Hove. Uh, he could bring out In Sync. I mean, I'm saying he could bring in um Jay could bring out Justin Timberlake and do that little verse shit that they was talking about. Like there's Justin a lot of Bieber, Beebs. CB, like, granted, NFL is anti-domestic violence, but there's a chance at 50 Cent Drugs. Oh, speaking of CB, because they asked if he would do it, he he's not fucking with anything U.S. He's getting too much love internationally, but I'm, I'm with you, though. Even though I'm not the biggest Chris Brown fan, but the disrespect on Husha and Chris Brown lately, because even on the new Warrior Mall cast, I didn't say that, I didn't show you, I didn't show you the clip, but they're saying that Bruno Mars can do a better job performing than Chris Brown now. And what? And where? For halftime. At halftime? In, 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 in the U.S. Bruno, for the simple fact that his hits are more mainstream, yes. But if we're talking a full-on show. Oh, yeah. They were, they, they were saying that he can't sell out the garden for a week like Drake. Maybe Chris? one night, but he can't sell out a week. I think I think he could do three days. And I'm, only, I'm not saying I'm saying not a week because of the sheer hatred. That some people have for him, like as fans that haven't, for people that haven't forgiven him or like a, that stigmatize him as an artist, I think that he could do three three days. I don't think he's going to do seven, just off, off the strength of that. Now, I think he could do the whole week, but not off his new music. It has to be a legacy concert. Like I, he has to run through his whole catalog. Now, if he runs through his whole catalog, he could yeah. sell out a week. I've been, I have faith in I've been to a Chris Brown show, bro. And when I tell you, I went for uh, Indigo, and when I tell you, he his balance of new and old music is crazy. And what I think he would do, because I know his this last tour, the Breezy tour, what he was doing is like he would have the audience pick, like he would have them vote on like different classic songs he would perform. So they would get to pick, like if it was like, oh, something from his first album, do you want Pop It, Your Man Ain't Me, or Winner? Like they would get to pick. So I think that can keep it fresh because you never he, know he, what he's doing. He's selling out in London right now. He's selling out the Oz. Or oh, the O2. Five Nights right now. Or oh, the O2. But, okay, for, 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 oh, the O2, my fault. Um, Bruno Mars. Now, I just saw him in Vegas, so this is a little bias. Bruno Mars can dance. He can play the instruments. And also, he does do sort of similar thing that you just said for Chris Brown. Like, during the part of his residency in Vegas, he was he he was on the piano. He told the crowd like, "Hey, these are some of the songs that I worked on." And he started doing his features on it, and I'm like, "Yo, this nigga's I ain't gonna hold you. I know you're a big Chris Brown fan. 
and I have a lot of respect. But Bruno Mars is up there. No, I'm not. I don't dispute Bruno that. Mars Bruno's also done. He's, he's done the Super Bowl dancing and performing wise. But he's done the Super Bowl. I know he's got an album coming out because Silk Sonic was like the intermission between mm-hmm. you know his last project, which was Grammy Album of the Year, and whatever's coming. Oh, twenty four carry. Yeah, like a classic. Like, he has definitely the ability to do. It. I don't dispute that. I think it'll be interesting. You know what I think? I think the fact is that I think vocally. Bruno Mars, if he has to go into like those acapella moments, he'll be able to float. I think that'll be mm-hmm. what separates him as a singer versus the entertainer of Chris Brown. But both of them on cocaine gonna go crazy for for twenty minutes. <laughs> but you know who I'm voting for? Drizzy Drake Rogers, Mister Do Right and Kill Everything. He need his halftime. He needs his halftime. And Jay, get it done. Maybe not not next year, but within the next two to three years. Jay Z, I need the Drake one. I don't know if Drake would do it. It's free. It's, from, it's just like, what is he? He'd have to have a whole new business that he's promoting, if we're being honest. Like, it would have to be something that would entice him outside of the financials that is going to be like, it was going to sell something out the door. I think like an artist like Chris Brown, uh, to give him that national spotlight or usher to remind people of how amazing they are as artists, I think that would be important for them, you know, just to kind of, I don't want to say that they're in a funk. Chris Brown has definitely put out top five, top three, top three singles Every year for the last three or four years, right? But mm-hmm. even Usher, like I think I don't mind. It's his last top twenty hit in terms of like you know it was played on all, every radio station. So I think reminded fans, oh, this motherfucker right here was the fucking man. Is the fucking man? Like, if I, like, I ain't going for. I've been feeling to go see Usher, and I haven't seen Usher since, since the Confessions era. So like I think the fact that you could play his music from back then and his music, even his new music, if you're really a fan, like he got some bops that just. You know, I feel like they just took him out the algorithm. Oh, Send a, a test of time. Like, anything from the Confession album, we're going to be playing it at barbecues. You know what fucked, how fucked Usher up? He got married. He lost a large part of his fan base. He married. He didn't marry. It wasn't Beyonce. It wasn't no. It wasn't nobody they thought. Was, it's fucks to no say. No disrespect. No disrespect at all. But it was like that. And then because he tried to put I remember he put out Trading Places And they was writing Think Pieces This is back when they had to do Think Pieces in magazines And they was like This nigga married this troll But then he over here Talking about Trading Places With a bad bitch That don't like his wife And then he tried to come back And he still had the hits But it was just like Damn bro that was swagless Why you do that But, nah, but shout out to him for Nah cause, cause, cause now nah, Women come on here And talk about this Even Lala was talking about Medium ugly niggas Why a nigga can't marry Medium ugly chick out here Why we have to marry The I bad think niggas do, do it too Niggas definitely will get With a medium ugly chick And just be like Yo alright cool I'm not trying to deal With all that pretty shit <laughs> You feel me Not a lot of niggas Checking for her Wait Matter of fact Niggas gonna be checking for her Cause niggas just gonna Want to smash Hush's girl it's like, but... Janet, it's like the Janet Jackson Jermaine Dupree thing Jermaine Dupree was getting All that extra pussy Cause he was fucking Janet Jackson So girls wanted to see if they so let my nigga have his medium ugly John, okay? okay so. y'all, y'all could do it. We can't. <laughs> oh, Shaq, I be PC again. Oh, my fault. Nah. Um, all women are beautiful. Um. <laughs> all right, bitch, move on. <laughs> um, you had the city girls breaking up. I this is news to me. It was basically there was an interview. I think it was uh, what's JT? I think she was on the in real life Angie Martinez podcast, which really has mm-hmm. some insightful episodes. I watched a few, and I'm just like the fact that she's covered different things. Her Lauren London interview was deep. 
Uh, her Joe Budden interview was really good. She did one with Kim K. She's going around and she's giving like these celebrities different questions that about different topics. And it's like it's one of those things where it's like thought provoking, right? I know like her first set of episodes was about like death and how people kind of deal with that and you know relive those things. But essentially, she was talking to JT and JT was basically saying how she like is praying for the City Girls. And I think it's kind of spun off into this Twitter thread where people were like, "Oh damn, we ain't never getting that album because they are both successful, right?" JT, mm-hmm. right now we understand she could lead the City Girls right now and put out a great rap album she's doing anytime a rap chick has a, t- a hit song who do they call they call jt and she's the real rapper of the group no disrespect to young miami because young miami got better over the years but you can tell who really sit like jt i mean young miami was getting her bars written jt wasn't so jt is really the one that really fuck with music but i think carisha she's she's in an awesome place right now even though she with p diddy <laughs> you know taking golden showers and shit uh but carisha please is going crazy every episode got, is fire she got all our favorite um, rap girls saying that they swallow i just love to hear it shout out to meg miss you meg come back outside you me? um Lotto she's too. she she has she has a successful nigga that is putting her onto business so she's not losing at all she's in she, she's built for the long run because everybody i think people love the fact of her freedom and her hug conversations and shit like that and like you said carisha please is a hit she could still get a feature you know we know we're gonna laugh at the lyrics like buenas noches or whatever the fuck she said on that <laughs> stupid ass so but it's like no, but you know what i ain't gonna lie i think over the years i have adapted to her sound like like even though her her voice like her voice is iconic to me now when it comes to her rapping like I don't want to hear it. They know in the bang. I'm in my ears. Come yeah. on now. Yeah, nah. Shout out to her though. But like I said, I think I just noticed it because I was like, I remember when they came out, like they had their momentum halted because JT had to do the bid for the the credit card scamming and shit. Mm-hmm. I saw somebody was like, damn, yeah, she, y'all survived the Shorty doing the bid, but y'all couldn't survive Shorty getting the man. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. And then also, I forget, y'all, y'all girls over here bigging up the city girls. Oh my God, yeah, fuck a nigga. I need to check all that. Look at look at how your city girls now submissive and with niggas over here. Yeah, y'all want to be city girls? Look and at ba- your city girls. And they got bad now. bitch niggas too. Uzi probably take long to get his hair done than JT do. <laughs> Come on now, and then shout out to make the sign because it's her birthday week. You feel me? And she been laying low, but hey, hot girl summer. She over here having matching shotgun glasses with party. Yeah, all you girls over here, I city girl, this hot girl that. Sit your asses down. Yeah, I thought they. I feel. I still. I read an article. Just I. I, would have, I think it was like a transcript about like how Meg was going through her shit. Like then now, like her whole. They they basically. I don't want to say slut shame, but they threw all her business out there for the trial and shit like that. As as you know, part of Tory's defense, and it's like, damn, how you look at your part? That shit hurt. I feel bad. I feel for. Her. I hope her, her birthday is fine in peace. I felt that. That's a fact. I, I'm upset at her healing energy. It's crazy because you know you never want your whole your whole business out there in the streets, especially if you kept shit low. You feel yeah, me? Niggas, niggas assume, and she does like, a great job keeping her shit low. She, she tell us who she tell us that niggas eat her pussy. We knew it. <laughs> you feel me? We definitely <laughs> sending her love and energy like that. It's just like ah oh, fuck, like you know. I seen the shot glass shit. And I was like, I'm glad they're not breaking it. Well, at least they trying to work it out. I think that again. Shout out to my son party member of the hopeless community. I'm assuming because you know that's a tough pill to swallow, my nigga. <laughs> Oh, if when your girl's the hottest girl in the rap game, I think you can you gotta be hopeless most a lot. often start after. Safari did it for you a while, but look what it did to him. <laughs> Turned that nigga <sighs> into a Debbie father. <laughs> oh, that's a fact. Sorry, man. Um, so Slick, you have a, you know, you're in a happy loving relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Has any of your exes 
try to come back or keep interfering with your relationship? Nah, I don't really talk to them after I got after good I got answer. Them. You see, you see, that's the that's how you do the live. Now, can't say the same thing for DDG over here. Oh, that nigga was can't. tripping, boy. <laughs> boy, oh, Haley, dumb as shit. <laughs> And also, I'm I'm hating on DDG because I'm a big fan of DDG. But DDG, you gotta stop doing this internet shit. And he put this all on himself. I don't care what Ruby Rose said. You first started out with a tweet, have everybody suspecting that Haley did something to you, and then you deleted it. Then you had her sister come after you real quick, and then this Ruby Rose shit came out. Then you have a picture. Then you gave. This nigga has a picture of Haley in the in the shirt that Ruby Rose wore a couple years ago, and then posted up like niggas wasn't going to put two to two together over here. That shit was wild. I just I found it not funny, but it was comical because Ruby Rose was like, "I love Haley, but this nigga DDG." I was like, "You could have just hit her on the side. <laughs> you that could have just kept that shit copacetic." Now y'all going and the funny part was like, "Cause I ain't never seen no shit like this since Cardi B before she was famous." Like. They really was quote tweeting and responding to each other like the world couldn't see it. Granted, like are they the biggest artists? No, but we know anytime we rose post a thirst trap, she be trending. And DDG, he there, you know he's he's made the transition from YouTube to music pretty well. And then you know, and I, I first of all, I can't blame him because you know it all started it all started with the whole picture, um, the t shirt in the picture, and then she started saying like, "Yo, you mad weird for having your girl wear an old t shirt of mine?" But then. This is why you don't, you got to be careful of how you, you do voice notes, my nigga, or something. You don't have text messages or shit. Yo, she aired that nigga out. Yo, so, so like I said earlier, when he tweeted that and deleted it with Haley, she she posted a DM exchange with him earlier that week when he was still asking if she was in Los Angeles. And now, Slick, as a guy, we all know that trick. When your girl currently act up, you go to your to the last good kill. You try to you try to get your lick back. You know, yeah, we all been in that position. What I DM in vanish mode. I do that shit a lot. <laughs> If you, if you knew you talked to her earlier that week, my guy, you shut the fuck up. You let her rock or, off or, with that tweet. She has your feet to the fire. The fire. It was over. Son. Normally, you, she, had, she, had, she had a DM of you like that, bro. And, and you know she ain't deleted it, even if you deleted it. It was over. It was over. It's over before it started. Knowing, knowing prior to you having a little disagreement with your girl, you was over here parading your girl all over social media. And she was always like, she probably was texting myself like, I see you and your little friend. You know, girls are our little friend. They be like, ooh, mm-hmm. I could get you. That's the I could get you if I wanted you. She, Ruby, 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 she stupid, bro. I can't defend it. <laughs> I can't defend Dumb it. as shit. You supposed, to, you, supposed to let it, you supposed to wait a week or two. I, you no, know, I, got a, I got a theory. You want to go into my, my conspiracy theory? Wait, wait, wait. But I, but I agree. I, I, I understand DDG. Ruby Rose have been posting some pictures online recently. Good God. Go ahead. Nigga said, she, nigga said she don't have no style though. They was like, yo, poom poom shorts be fire the first five or ten or fifteen times. But after that, mama, we gotta get you. So you gotta try something yeah. else. Nigga, that poom poom fire. <laughs> I don't know. Did she get kicked out of somebody's hotel room before? Well, you can stay at bonds. I was saying it ain't that fire. I'm just saying if it's fire, niggas is out here trying to cook you eggs or something, buy you breakfast at least before they kick you. How out. you like your eggs? Fried or fertilized? Oh, you know, I, go ahead, go I with think, your theory no, before I, I go. I, I think Haley see. I think Haley seen the DM before it even leaked. Well, I feel like they said they was beefing. So I was like, what was they beefing about? You feel me? He was already making contact prior to that. She knew. 
I'm like, how are you going to cheat on somebody that is close to Beyonce? Like, she's going to send the whole beehive on your ass. You just dumb. That is beloved by the community. Yeah, we love Haley. And we know Haley don't play. She the gangster one out of Chloe and Haley. That's so, not the one so you cheat on. You cheat on the other one, the low self esteem one. <laughs> like, and then you have her wearing the, like, nigga. And this is why girls be, this is why when girls go to a nigga's crib, they make sure. They do a thorough check. They make sure they don't have nothing of the ex-girlfriend there because look at you. Bozo had her in her T-shirt. And got exposed in front of the whole interweb. (laughs) I can't can't make this shit up. Niggas is dumb. Like, that's what you got to say. Niggas is dumb. I'm sorry. I've never seen nobody slip up this bad. (laughs) And I I know you saw one of her pictures and and her thong. He was like, yeah, you remember that kill? And niggas, when y'all think of that, just remember the headache that she bought it. I'm about too. to say the pussy great till she started talking again. That's why I say, yo, niggas, before y'all make any decisions, beat off. <laughs> okay, this sound crazy, but beat off. Now, if you still feel the same way afterwards, then you, then it's valid. <laughs> Absolutely, Courtney. Nut number two will never lie to you. Look at that. Put that on a t-shirt. Go for it. Oh, merch. <laughs> Nut now, two, now this is your girl that you put on the on the on the docket. <laughs> Oh, BBL, yo, it's BBLing. <laughs> it's been BBLing. But me and she, this started with me and Shorty. We talk about it. She was like, "This is BBL look weird." They was getting on. I was like, "I didn't see that." Because I was like, "So she had a choreography video to the song low," and she was dancing. I was like, "She didn't know how to move that motherfucker. Like it's awkward." Because she was dancing, and you know, she danced like an awkward girl that like, never had no ass. It's like she learning. But I was like, the choreography was so fire, and all she could do was do like it was like half twerk movements, half like oh, I gotta just turn my body. And then people was like, oh, some people was like, oh, I love it. Some people was like, nah, I can't stand her BBL. Like it looks like it's like so dramatic, and what what was going on with her and all this plastic surgery that she's had and shit. I was just wondering, like, what's your thoughts on that? Like, what, how you feel about this new body besides the fact it looks nice naked? I don't know because she has some pictures that we was talking about. That shit was all right. I ain't gonna hold you. The aesthetic, it looks good in pictures. Now, if shit not moving when I'm clapping it back, then I don't know how I feel about it. Well, I think she got if, like a if fat. You got a stiff, if you got a stiff butt. <laughs> well, I don't know if she got a fat chance for a what? Because I, like I said, I don't, know how to, I don't know all the terminology, but I'm like, it might move, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like, you know, she she, she got a brand new business. She don't know how to drive it. Oh, of course, you know, because she says it in her song, like, she not, she not this overly. Sexual person no, 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 no. I think she's, no, she's trying to be She says she's, a, I mean? she's not a publicly Sexual person She's always been An overtly sexual person Based on her music No I'm, t- I'm talking about like For, uh, Publicly like You know being like sex sexual appeal. And, It's not But it's know? not sex appeal I think it's just the fact That she just wants to show her body But it's like it's a, When you really look at the pictures It's a From the weekend scissor To low And like I was like Damn girl That's a lot of ass But it's like You also you know it's nice to look at, so I'm expecting you to do stuff with it that you can't she, do. She's, she's, she's adjusting to it. You know, she just got off the table. You feel me? Give her, give her a couple, give her six months. I don't know, bro. I mean, she's breaking records. I mean, do her low therapy. You know, she still got to sit on her donut, and she's going to be killing it. I mean, but also, like I said, I think what's it called? She's still killing that. She's about to have the number one female album like 10 weeks in a row for the first. It's going to be like the longest reign that female album for since the 2020 well deserved, started. By the so way. Shout out to her. It's just like, damn, like they was really talking about BBL. And I had to look at it. I was like, damn, it's all right. It's nice to look at sometimes from some angles, but sometimes I'll just be like, hmm, there's a lot going on around here that. Now I'm going to make an exception for her. I don't really like BBLs like that, but for Scissor and maybe my understanding of her listening to her music, I think it, it works for her. 
I think, you know, just like we said, she behind closed doors, she's sexual and she she have confidence and all that. I think it works for her. And I think, you know, if you, if you do happen to have the chance to be with her, shit's shit, shit, shit gonna be shit gonna be valid. <laughs> shit will be valid. So for her, for her as the individual, her BBL, I I'm gonna give her a thumbs up for it, baby girl. Continue doing your thing. And drop that deluxe though. I need that deluxe though. Now, on to Onward News. Pharrell Williams has now accepted the head designer job for Louis Vuitton, especially after Virgo. What's your thoughts? Because you're the fashion guy. I think it's hard to replace somebody with Virgil who has such a fashion forward thought. He made a lot of things that might've been considered taboo, like infusing streetwear and high fashion, not saying it hasn't been done in collaborations, but making that kind of like the new norm for a lot of streetwear lines. I think once you lose somebody in the unexpected way that we lost him, you had, you try to look for the next phase. If Kanye was right in the head, I could see him being somebody that would have, especially if he had lost his deal under other circumstances as somebody that would have taken the reins there. But I think Pharrell is a safer choice. I can't say, I can say style-wise, he's done some great things. I think that since the early days of BBC ice cream collabs, I've never seen, I haven't seen too many Pharrell silhouettes or, you know, things like his human-made company is cool, but it's never been anything that I would personally want to buy or I've, you know, seen any crazy designs. But I think when you have that, that arsenal of designers that can bring different things to life, and I think the coolest thing is that he can capitalize on trends. So he understands streetwear. He's one of the streetwear goats. He can push things, push the envelope, take mm-hmm. things that Virgil had. I think that um, Louis Vuitton already has a relationship with Nike. He comes with a pre-made relationship with Adidas, I believe, or Reebok, one of the other companies. So I and also he has um relationship with plenty of influencers and artists and yeah. companies outside. So I think that the thing with Louis Vuitton is like, for most of us, you think about the 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 key the carry all and the carry on the never flat, never full, whatever joints. Like you think about those items, and then you think about some of their collaborations, like the Air Force One, recent things like that. I want to see what Pharrell could bring. So I think what he did with those original uh, NMDs or HU runners and stuff were cool, and I think it'll be interesting to see because like how much creative control does he have? Just not being tight. Even a title versus control are two totally different things. So I would love to see that. I mean. He's made some things popping. He's also had some things that have not hit. Let's see what it does. I think the fact of Virgil already having off-white before and collaborating with Nike, and we saw a lot of the, his little nuances that made such a major impression on the fashion community and pop culture at large. Like, off-white sneakers are still doing crazy. Those original 10 Jordan, um, Nike Jordan silhouettes that he did, like, they're goaded in the sneaker world and fashion world. So I'm excited to see what, he, what Pharrell can bring to the table. Well, his first showcase is in June, so we're going to see it soon enough. Shout out to him, though. You feel me? I think you're definitely right. It's the safest choice. Now, you know, if we did a bingo for this podcast, you know, Drake will definitely be on one on, on the sheet. Now, we didn't really talk too much about the XXX Tentacion murder trial that's been going on. Because to be honest with you, it's sad, especially for the amount that they got after killing this legendary artists over here, 50,000 and promoting on the gram, just, just the act of it and taking a person's life has been crazy. So I didn't even talk about it, but the reason why I bought it now is 
they're trying to get my boy Drake. They keep saying Drake paid these niggas to kill him out here. You feel? You think my boy Drake catching bodies out here for maybe real? Because they're using his one. lyrics against him. <laughs> you down, do a 10. Maybe I should take that 10, do a 5. Then if it gets live, do a 5 again. If he held his tongue on that live, he be alive again. Woo! Yeah, that's 10, 10, 10. X my uncle sister knows she raised a real one. You're welcome for that one, by the way. Subtle part. You're welcome. <laughs> I'll come up with something different from mine. But, and I'm... I man, that's one of the group chat things we be talking about. It's like it's like this nigga Drake might be involved in this shit, cause or like Baca or somebody, cause it's like allegedly, know, allegedly, allegedly. We not say I said I said might be, cause it's like yo, bro, that's a wild shit to even say on wax, especially when the trial about to happen. It's like did they give you your script and say, hey, bro, you need to, you know what's going to make you harder in these streets? <laughs> Jail time, <laughs> <laughs> accessory to murder. I'm like, I know that's that the process. That's, that's why I be telling niggas. Hey, I be thinking Drake is soft out here, for real, for real. Hey, I think all oh, the light skin jokes. That nigga run with some real niggas in Toronto. <laughs> is the, be I, careful. I, I don't think he really did anything, but could somebody around him have planted seeds to do some wild shit? Possibly. And at the Come same on, time, you know what Chubbs? It was an X. I remember him and X had because X definitely was talking shit like how Drake definitely stole his flow. And then when you do the side by side, Drake kind of did steal his. Flow. I forgot what song it was, but Drake kind of did steal. Um, 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 look at me, look at me. What was the Drake record? Um, su- um, sucking was not suck my teeth, but um, oh, kissing, kissing my, my teeth. teeth. Yeah, nigga kept in there. Nah, gigs, gigs killed that shit. But that's how Drake. That's look at it, Perky. That's what. That's how Drake. Drake will steal your flow and put some other fire shit, fire nigga, or your shit. <laughs> He's just sitting there like, what? So, 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 so. Um, the defendant, the defense attorney, was trying to um have Drake come sit in for disposition, but the judge kind of just tossed it out recently. So, so Drake doesn't have to sit into it. But it's just kind of crazy this court case, how everything is going. My whole thing about it, it's just real sad though, because it's kind of like, bro, y'all really took this artist out for fifty thousand dollars, flashed it online, shit got caught on video, and now y'all are going down for life. And y'all split and you know what the crazy part about it? It was they split it amongst themselves. So two people got more than one person, and now this person who got the least is snitching on everybody now. Sound about right. Fuck that, y'all niggas ain't gonna pay me, and then we all going down. <laughs> So I'm just like, yo, you took what, like, bro. What do you really think about it? Fifty thousand dollars. You you're spending the rest of your life in you were spending the rest of life in jail for fifty k. That shit don't even out at all. I bet I bet it be like Baby Blue from Pretty Ricky, twenty mil for twenty months. <laughs> that sounds a bit better. I'm over about here. to say I take that deal. Yeah, you're a felon. Yeah, but I got you don't have to pay it back with restitution. You get to keep like eighty percent of the money. That's the wildest part. So like he probably gave back like two million, if we being honest, and kept the rest. That seemed do white collar crimes. Fellas. He wasn't in jail with the do killers. White collar crimes. He wasn't in jail with the killers, unless the judge was racist. He was in jail with them rich white people that get stakes brought to their cell and got racquetball courts and shit. I think I think um I think for a certain amount, like if you go if you do a certain amount, then you go into the you go to the real shit. Ah, fuck that. He better have been in a country club. Fuck them niggas. <laughs> All right. So so we want to do the song of the week because we got some good toxic topics to talk about. But let's do this. If you are listening to this on YouTube, please exit out and go to your favorite streaming platform, whether that is Stitcher, Speaker, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and go look us up because we are legit everywhere. 
or you can go listen to Happy Music Playlist and listen to our previous Songs of the Week. Slick, what's your song of the week this week? Uh, my man Eric Bellinger, hit boy, hit maker, just dropped a second follow up one eight hundred easy call hit easy excuse me, and this is Eric Bellinger and Blast, something to see. <laughs> Poppin' her shit in the foreign again, yeah, ayy uh, That's my little bae, she from the bay, yeah, ayy That's her nigga, yeah, she bored again, yeah Now she lookin' my way, don't know what to say, ayy, ayy, ayy Fuck her, pull up on me, baby Start off with me, shawty We could do it all, yeah You got so much potential, baby, yeah You know that's a easy call Let me pick you up if you stallin' Put my bed and girl, I'm all in You got so much potential, baby, yeah I don't want a piece of your love Girl, I want the whole thing, babe yeah, 1-800-HIT-EASY Them boys don't miss And then next up, this man Friday He had a big week He performed at the Grammys with Khaled, Hove, Wayne, and Ross This is Friday in Ty Dolla Sign Featuring Ty Dolla Sign really is his own genre And this is called Shoot with me back when i was driving in my old three i was sitting on that bench they wouldn't play me now i'm up on this they've been balling now i just shoot shoot i can't pass that rock i gotta she love when i pull up in that brand new coupe i don't know what thing she wouldn't do when I was in the Honda, these was not responsive. That little shawty want me put it in, without it. <laughs> more money, more problems. Big Papa get money, Junior Mafia. Rock a different watch every day of the week. New cars ain't now one lease. Real and it can't be teached. Taught. I put a milk cash in the phone. Yes, yes. I can't. I fuck with that. That's a that's a nice bop right there. Yep, that's Friday and Ty Dolla Sign shoot off the Lost in Melody project. All right, all right. I got, I got, I got some, I got some nice stuff. This is a new artist over here. You know, I've been, I've been trying to listen to do a lot of light skin radio, and I came across this artist over here, Eli Derby. This is Eli Derby up.
Valid? That shit alright. I ain't go front. That's R and B guy. That's alright. I can fuck with that. All right, that's Eli Derby. Up uh, now, you know I gotta go to one of my favorite rappers right now, Fredo Bank. Shout out to him because he had a kid by two studs. Gangster. <laughs> this is Fredo Bang. Hop out. Throwing back these beans, I've been rolling for about six days. Ain't worried about no bitch, I can drop it like a mixtape. I just left the bank, told my mama that I'm real straight. Ain't coming out the house if I ain't about to get paid. Yeah, say she know my name, she wants some fame, we're being it over. Gotta be a baddie, we'll go ahead to meet my quota. All about my bread, and if you play, you meet my toes up. I threw up the phone and I got green, I'm a clover. Baddie off of Instagram, say she need a toes done. Got a million followers, but always need the hoes yeah. Never with your kids, but on the blog, you a bold one. Pay you for your pussy, stupid bitch, you got the wrong one. I pull up, hop out, fresh than a bitch. Looking like a leak, <laughs> baby wanna leak. <laughs> she gon' let me hit, okay. she gon' let me stick. Okay. She gon' give it to me, cause a nigga real rich. Bitch, I'm yeah, bitch, I'm yeah. Mute it, my boy. Oh, shit. That was Fredo Bang. Hop out. Shout out to Fredo Bang. Um, but, you know, you can listen to our previous songs of the week on the Apple Music playlist. Link in the bio. But that's not what you're here for. You're here for the people's choice. The people's favorite. Slick. Drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You're going to love it here. Shit. What is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. And it's fun indeed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the TSA, the Toxic Service Announcement. Ooh, all right, Slick and I holding it down this week again. Don't worry, you're going to have future guests. I know y'all like when we bring other guests on, but we got a couple of topics here today, Slick. So now it's going to be a range from, you know, some, some funny and some serious topics. Let's do a little fun first. Now, Slick, uh-huh. let's put a little scenario. You dating, you dating a shorty. She's literally perfect. Yeah, sex is great. Shorty amazing. You know, she actually accepts accountability. You know, don't she she don't entertain niggas in her DM. Rare shit, you feel me? <laughs> now you come across her her name, right? Not her name, but she come across a picture of you and your family. She's like, I know that guy. He was at my family reunion couple years ago for real then you hit up that you hit up that family member that you show her and you be like hold on I, I think that's your cousin slick would you still continue to mess with shorty what in the Kevin Gates? <laughs> or would you break it up now you already done did the deed <laughs> <laughs> you, already, you already did if you do damn if you don't you gotta look at her like yo what's so much you finna do <laughs> That's wild. Oh, um, we saw my first cousins. Nah, cause mm. I don't know who she is. She got to be like twice removed or some shit. Yeah, maybe second. Second? Uh, that's still kind of close. What she look like again? She bad. Head is amazing. Body fire. You feel me? Accountability. She knows how to shut up. 
Real shit. Oh shit. And she my second cousin. <laughs> mind you, you mind you, you've been going balls deep raw. Oh, we gonna have a baby in a small class. <laughs> baby gonna come out with three fingers. Oh fuck. Damn. Um mm. it shouldn't be as hard as this is. <laughs> oh no, dog. Hey, she like my third cousin. I'm gonna be like, oh, wait a minute, hold on. We could talk about this. Who y'all like my grandma like how you how we related? Like by marriage? <laughs> Would you? <sighs> That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> I'm, I'm still beating that shit down. Fuck out of here. That's a no for me, though. It was a, it's a hard, it was a hard no. I had to Yo. really contemplate. Yo, shorty got everything I need. You gonna have hey, you gonna I, have one side of already? people. You have one side of people at the wedding, bro. That shit gonna be weird as fuck. <laughs> Just call it a family reunion, okay? That's what it is. We, hey, hey, we're here already. We have done cross that step. Now, if this like your long lost sister, now that's different. Now, you can't you can't continue that. You feel me? Especially, you know what? That shit can happen. That's why, side note, that's why I don't really try to, that's why I be skeptical messing with Haitian women sometimes because it's like <laughs> Haitian men be spreading their seeds so far and wide out here <laughs> that you don't even know. That's why I was trying to mess with Haitian women in New York <laughs> that much because you never know. They could be a long distance cousin. Hey, okay, this is a transparent moment. Now, I never talked to this shorty before. I never talked to her before, but I kind of like thought she was attractive in junior high. It wasn't until I went to one of my, now she wasn't actually related by cut. She wasn't really related by blood, but she was my uncle's um, wife's uh, niece. So I'm in there. I looked at her. I was like, oh shit, she family. Oh, I had to immediately cut all that sex dreams out my head. No, nah, no, nah, you said you said your <laughs> uncle's wife's niece. That don't count. Yeah. So she wasn't, she wasn't by blood, but exactly. it, it was just that. That's fine. You good. You would have been fine. But I just had that. That shit scared me a little bit because I was like, I was really like, I really wanted to talk to her at one point. No, nah, fuck that. We not really blood related. It's fine. This shit is all my marriage. They break up tomorrow. We good. Let's break them up. <laughs> Let's break them up. <laughs> fuck it. I'm, he didn't really like you anyway. He was talking to this girl at the Walmart cash register anyway. Fuck that nigga. Now, what if what if it's your long lost sister? You, you, you. Oh, you're a wild motherfucking nasty nigga. <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. You kind of what in the Tubi movie are you fucking talking about? Nah, shout out to Tubi though. Tubi got y'all niggas in the Super Bowl with that with that ad. Yo, that shit was niggas fire. was upset. Yo, can we just talk about Tubi? Is really a great concept because they because now they starting to get more and more subscribers. So they they got Lovecraft Country up there right now. They got mad movies that niggas really fuck with. Money Talks was up there. Christmas break. Me and Shorty was sitting there watching Tubi movies like for a good three days straight. Like them shits, they be wild, but it's like. Yo, you just gotta appreciate the wildness of like one. <laughs> That's just a shameless plug. This shit was wild. That's the only reason I started watching it too. It was these two girls who was born boys, and they 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 you know they trans they was they didn't even they fully transitioned to nothing, and they was just running around the streets of Atlanta pulling up on niggas and, and running them for their bag. Like it's a wild crazy shit. You just be sitting there like, nah, how these niggas don't know these niggas is wild and ah ah ah, and you be sitting there like, oh shit, look at plot. Is that you? It be some wild plots, but they be interesting. But I just need the, I just need the effects to be a bit better. I know that's too much to ask because special effects be <laughs> be expensive and that be like majority of the budget for the movies. But I ain't gonna lie, I saw a two B TikTok where a nigga tried to shoot and 
they basically was just that shit was like they couldn't even afford it the blood or anything. You just saw that they could just lay down second after the shot. Like I need the budgets to be a little better. But those are the movies that niggas in the hood used to make and you used to show them at the community center like Roy Wilkins. I don't know what y'all got in Brooklyn, but we had Roy Wilkins on Queens. You'd be like, Oh, movie night and they'd be like, Oh, your cousin just shot this wild ass movie. So it was one of those type of situations. But I was shot oh, to be I ain't fucking my lone little sister. It's over. I, I don't give a fuck. That's nasty. <laughs> All right, so let's let's do let's do a slightly serious topic. Have you ever heard of love bombing before pre-production? No. Okay, so if you don't know, love bombing is an attempt to influence a person by demonstration of attention and affection. It could be used in different ways, either for positive or negative purposes. So that means an extreme act of affection. So either constant attention. Um, Overpriced gifts, words like you're my soulmate, we belong together, I never met someone like you. <laughs> Slick. Uh-huh. Have what's your what's your thoughts on the love bombing? Have you ever love bombed someone? Knowingly, no. I don't think so. I think that yeah, I know I don't like people enough to give them that much attention. I'm not buying nobody shit that I just met. <laughs> and I legit <laughs> Most of what I do is talk to you, like. But I'm, I'm, I'm like, when I'm single, I'm definitely a quick to fall for a person type shit. Like, I'll definitely fall for a shorty. Be like, ah, oh, shit, damn, this shorty, is shorty, dope. I want to talk to you, but I'm not, I'm not up your ass type shit. I think I've seen it happen where like people have tried to like force or you know, give I'm um, doing this and giving that and all of that just to try to make you feel away. And then like once they get you, it's like, oh, bitch, you ain't special no more. But it's like, I never been one to you know. Do that shit Maybe because I was I'm a young nigga When I get older If I, if I ever get left Sent back to the streets All for it <laughs> I ain't got time to be No I, I I feel some type of way About this Because It's like You you kind of Corrected me Pre-production But maybe I'm too logical When it comes to Love Bomb But maybe I'm from New York I think sometimes When I look at certain things That be popular On social media I think I look at it With a New York lens And it be like How the fuck do niggas Be falling for that shit like, how the hell, in the first month, a nigga is constantly on your body, overshadowing you with gifts, giving you money, and try to pay for everything, and no red flags pop up in your head like, hold on, why this nigga on my body so much? Is that is that me being a New Yorker? That's you being a nigga and thinking with logic, but at the same time, ignorance is bliss, and if you're getting something that you want, why would you care how you get it? I think that's something that we have talked about in our private conversations and our public conversations. I think that's just like that idea that, yo, if somebody, especially for a woman, cause it's like, what is, what is the big thing? Somebody niggas have to provide something. It's like, you can't just be dicking, dicking naps and shit like that. Like they, there needs to be something provided to see the value in certain niggas, if not all niggas. Right. So I think that you get caught up in the, uh, logical, like this nigga must want something like, Oh, he's going to fly. You think he's just flying you out for fun. So you can have a great time. No, he's flying you out so he can have fun. Cause he just think you're just this amazing person. We're in the first week of talking to you. Yeah. You feel me? I think it's just like, it's a means to an end. It's like, I, they, a lot of times it's omitted what the negative or the cons are. Like you got a, um, if she got a man and she meets a nigga that's trying to do all this shit for us, she going down. She knows she shouldn't do certain things, but she's going to do it just to, you know, it's feeding that ego and whatnot. Not worried about what's going to happen. If she's single, it's like, oh, well, I don't have to do certain things, which is true. You will never be forced to do things, but these transactions are rarely done in good heart. And I've had it told to me that, like, well, a nigga with real money ain't going to worry about if you putting out fucking, he got other hoes. I'm like, that's true. But at the same point, at a time, it's going to come a point where it's like, I've been taking care of you doing X, Y, and Z. 
even if it's not nothing egregious, like he don't like go. Oh, if I want a picture, you gonna send me a picture. If I want to have, it's a going to be an expectation yeah, behind it. There's some level of an expectation. So I think that's the dangerous of love bombing. And I think the shit sound great during the honeymoon stage or during the stage the, the, the amount of time. And some women get that stage for decades because it's like, all right, he got his own things going on. He got his own. He got a woman at home type shit. He don't have to worry about. You know, you don't have to worry about. Major holidays and shit like that. He gonna buy you what you want, take you wherever he can take you. X Y Z. You know, you just gotta have conversations and be cool with whatever his situation is. I think for now, but I, I, I feel, I feel, I feel two ways. Because first of all, let's shit on niggas real quick. Niggas who be leading with their money, niggas be corny most of the time. Not all them niggas, but most of the time when niggas lead with money, corny. And I don't if that don't set a red flag to you, women. Hey, ignorance is bliss. But ladies. I think y'all need to stop. I need y'all, I need think y'all need. You know what? I'm coming with a different approach because I think I came in a little hot pre-production. I think I'm glad that I cooled down because we might have got canceled. You, <laughs> ladies, I think. <laughs> I think y'all need to start really paying attention to to men. Understand men when we do talk on the social media. Even though you might think what we say is egregious and y'all don't like it, y'all think it's misogynistic, but really sit down and really process it and really look through it through men's lenses. Because oftentimes girls talk about, oh, you got to take me to Tao and you got to take me to these catch stakes, um, STK. And you're not understanding what you're doing to yourself. You should be trying to see what the guy is talking about and what is the guy doing instead of worrying about how much money is he spending because you think that's what you're worth. Because you know, a lot of girls are shitting on guys about the coffee dates or the or the or the walk in the park dates. They be like, hold on, I'm not no walk in the park type of girl. You have to take me out on a dinner. I'm worth it. And I'm just like, yo, y'all saying yourself up for failure off the rip. You should be encouraging these coffee dates because if the guy after the coffee dates takes you on a real date, that means he's starting to see something in you. Not all the times, obviously not everything is set in stone, but once you, once you start talking about, Oh, he got to take you there. You know, what goes into us guys head. And this is probably a bad thought. Oh, I just got to take her over here. Don't really got to pay attention to what she's saying. She automatically thinks, I'm feeling her because I took her there. And now it is toxic and guys shouldn't be thinking that way. But hey, at the end of the day, this is a game. You, women play a game to win and guys play a game to win. And that's why you should more so see what's the conversation about instead of how much money he spent on you. Because then you get certain things like love bomb. I think really when it comes to love bombing, guys probably do it because it works. If I overshot, if I overshot you with everything that you claim that you want, I don't have to come in with anything else. I don't have to come with any real substance. And I think sometimes when women get that, they they kind of trick themselves into liking the guy, and then now that's when you and you caught in the hell trap. You feel me? It's like am I am I hitting any points with this? I feel like you got a point to it. I, like I said, it all comes down to what you want, though. I think a lot of times people go into situations just wanting. Like I said, men want the want a bad bitch on their arm that's going to take a fuck good. And even if you even if that shit ain't hit, it's like yo, you niggas envy me because I have you. You feel me? And women want the the perks of certain situations. So you buy her like you buy her gifts, expensive gifts, take her to expensive restaurants. Like she can flex in front, and that's like sometimes that's enough. So like I said. 
That's why niggas been in hopeless. Yep. Now I now this question came from a fan. So what? This is actually attached to a love bombing. Can possibly be attached to love bombing. She was talking. I was talking to one of my homegirls. She listens to the pod. Shout to you. She had. Uh, she was like, "Yo, why do niggas when they're not in a relationship with you or first talking to you call you babe or bae? Why do we do a that? lot and they don't and y'all not in a relationship? Because that's how I warm your dumb ass up. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's easy. That's how you feel special. And I probably forgot your no, nah, I probably forgot your name. But it's just easy when you start calling pet names and shit. Like I mean, I I start off. I just shorten your name. You ain't getting babe all that shit early. I'm like, oh, what up? What up, Lee? And also, you and then the girls be calling niggas babe and babe shit. How many how many niggas you call babe in your lifetime? Say, yeah. <laughs> probably call mad niggas babe and babe. Now, like- if I start calling you Buka, but you know, now now that now the thing is, now if I start calling you know when Michael B. Jordan was calling Lori Harvey a turtle, now if I start doing something like that, oh, you got now me. that shit means more. You got me. <laughs> yeah, when I have a, like a, a unique name, now if I'm calling you babe, baby, I'm just saying shit that we just usually used to shit you shouldn't take no importance to that yeah nah yeah i'll be like boo boo is where it's like it's over you won if you boo i'm like all right you got it what you want boo that's that's your go-to? that's it that's boo is my go-to and i've only you caught, don't call I, stink I, I, nah i've Come only I, I've, I've, I've only caught like four women in my life boo so it's like yeah what names would you like to be called my fucking name nah you don't want you don't want you don't want them call you the whole l word they can call me law they call me L. You don't. You don't want. You don't want no girls. Want call no... me like they'll call me Boo or Bay or whatever. Like whatever. Nah, call me Poppy. Uh, I'll get those things, but I don't think I've ever had a consistent one that like I'm referred to. Like I'm like, oh, if you, if you, don't, you, you don't like that. If they say my full name, I'm like, what the fuck did I do? I'm just like, what, what, what the fuck are you talking to? But I'm like, <laughs> what, what? What about Daddy? You don't want her to call you Daddy? Nah, that's weird. We both got Daddy. Yeah, issues. I ain't that's gonna weird. hold you. That's, weird. Don't, don't, don't. that's I'm killing that shit. Yeah, then it's gonna be awkward if I hand, if you ever met your parents and shit, and then I'm reaching for the salt, he reaching for the salt. <laughs> my daddy passed me. Oh, bong, got it. Sorry, sir. Yeah, you oh, like, hit him with the. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> Sorry, bong. <laughs> I'm flaming. I don't think I don't think there's no cute name for niggas though. I think it's not. She just call you what she call you. She you know how she trying. She trying to address you. She'll be like, "Bitch, nah, call me by my street name though." You know, like girls now, nah, girls dead. <laughs> But you know what? I be hating girls when you call you by your street name, and then they'll call you by your real name when they upset with you. Like, nah, don't switch up now. Like, no Clarence, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Max, not 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 twenty one k murderer. <laughs> they don't call you that. No, what she call that you? That nigga's Clarence? name is Austin. <laughs> what? <laughs> but so once again, ladies, to answer my homegirl's question. Do not attach any importance to bae or baby. I think that's just some standard shit that you do when you talk to someone that you have. Yeah, that's how you, you keep it warm and wet early on. It's easy. Facts. You, oh, yo. my God. He called me bae. But you know, girls be, yo, I ain't going to lie. Yes, y'all might be smarter than us in certain fields, women. I give y'all that. But y'all are dumbasses when it comes to dating. <laughs> yo, have you ever heard of, I've been talking to some of my homegirls. They be like, Oh my god, he called me baby. Oh, he really fucked with me. Mind you, I'm looking at her like this nigga is just warming up that pussy like a hot pocket. <laughs> that nigga don't care about nothing. Like you say, it's not that deep, mama. I think sometimes women be taking the most simple action of men and overzealous in it. And I'm just like, yo, women, keep keep everything simple unless the guy is telling you 
or showing you something extravagant. Niggas lie. We lie all the time. <laughs> oh, women lie too. You feel me? Well, I say a nigga be like, "Oh, she she getting a little cold." Yo, babe, what's wrong? Why you acting like that? Ooh, her toes curls. Oh, I won. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my God! Like he he said he said I was his thinker, but oh, like he he really loves me, bitch. <laughs> he like, no, he don't. Calm yourself, Baba. But I also want to talk about this before we edit out because we we this is probably a short episode, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it short. Um, ladies. I want to go piggyback off of the men not begging anymore. And we came across this like, yo, the reason why men ain't begging no more is y'all stitch on yourselves. Oh, you saw about the tweet where Shorty said she, she posted the shit about having a four steak dinners and shit. <laughs> Bro, oh, like, like ladies, this is why guys are not begging anymore. This is why guys are not entertaining y'all as much as we used to. Y'all snitch on yourself on social media constantly. <laughs> like, I've been seeing a lot of these street confession videos. Shout out to y'all, because y'all really giving us the real about women. Not, not this, once again, it's not all women, all that PC shit, blah, blah, blah. Don't hit me on my DMs, my shit. <laughs> fuck all of that. Everybody, men and women all have their ancient moments. Don't, fuck the PC shit. If I got to be anti-PC so you can, so you can be a bitch, go ahead. Carry on. Thank you. Uh, but, yo. I've been seeing all these street confessions and they be they made a compilation on TikTok. Oh, yo, what's one thing your ex don't know you did during our relationship? Guess what that one thing is, Slick? What? Sucking dick. <laughs> Sucking other people's dick, cheating on her with family members, bros. And I'm just like, yo, y'all do understand guys are seeing this on social media. Even though we're not the loudest on social media, we do still pay nah, it's, attention. There's some loud niggas on social media. It's just more women on it. It'd be some loud niggas. If someone girl posts some shit like that, then we see older niggas in the comments trying to flame. So, but no, nah, I feel you. That shit. That's a dirty. It's a dirty word. That's why you gotta be hopeless. I don't expect shit out from nobody. I'm like, hey, you did what you did. You gotta live with it. Either I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna leave. You if you gonna stay, you gonna leave. Pick it. Make a decision. Cause that, cause that moral goodness that women be trying to have. Like, oh my god, like guys are just scums and all that. I'm just like, yo, I could pull up mad videos of girls. <laughs> Confessing to some wild shit over And you know how niggas feel about you sucking. Why you out here sucking dick? At least if you fucked you had Come a condom on. on. Like you, you ain't sucking nigga dick with a condom on. Come Why on. you even spoke to that nigga? In first? We can't even mad you just spoke to a nigga. And now be, you sucking dick? I'm about to say. I can't talk to no bitches, but you out here just sucking dick. Carry on. <laughs> Right. And then we hear about y'all finesse and that's a lot of things too. This is why a lot of niggas be now a lot of niggas love the coffee day because they don't want to spend money, but we hear about the finesse culture y'all got. You talked about that tweet when the girl caught four steak dinners. Shit. Eating like eating like a queen out here. Feel and me? she had to be eating steak from lunch from like twelve to like fucking twelve. She was on a twelve hour like it had to be a two two and a half hour rotation with thirty minute travel time to each date. She was, she's, I legit, I legit had a homegirl was like, yo, I want to eat at this restaurant this week. Let me hit this nigga up. Knowing damn well she had no interest in that nigga, but the nigga still took her out over there. Niggas smarting up out here, yo. That's a fact. If I ain't talking, if I don't like you, I'm not taking you nowhere. We can meet up. <laughs> we can go Dutch. <laughs> I don't like you. I don't give a fuck. We can get some ice cream at Carvel, bitch. <laughs> Let's take a walk in the park. It's 25 degrees. That means we're going to have a lot. We're going to find a lot to talk Come about. Come on now. I'll get you a little hand warmer. You feel me? I'm a, you gonna, we gonna get to know each other <laughs> before I spend this money on you. I'm about to say winter doesn't even happen anymore. Winter was like two weeks this year. Like we could go out to the park. Let's go, girl. 
And it also, I want to show on fellas too real quick. Fellas, y'all snitching on the game too. Now, first of all, this started with Netflix and chill. I would never forget when y'all niggas done gave up the scoop on a Netflix and chill back in the day. I hated you niggas for that shit. You know how many good kills off of Netflix? <laughs> I'm about to say, I definitely had a few with my day. Hey, y'all niggas was over here bragging on social media. Stop giving up the game online. Keep the game input. You feel me? Y'all niggas be corny out here. Telling everything, all the tactics that we do, and then be upset when girls don't be falling for shit. Yeah. Come on now. She's like, I've seen this move before. All you thought was going to cuddle and rub my booty. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> now now you actually have to watch the shit now. They got, so you got it's, pick, a, it's a cold world. That's why you got to pick good movies. Oh, that's a fact, though. Or you gotta let There's her, been a lot of good movies. You got to let her invite herself. That's what, That was the move back in the day. Let her invite herself. But but, but when the shorty invite herself, she already nah. knew she was giving no ass. Nah. <laughs> You'd be surprised. If, if you, shorty you know invite herself, she knows she, nah. she was about to give you the guac guac. Now nah, the play was, all right, you Netflix and chill. You don't make you don't try to make a move, right? And they, it's, shit, this might not go well. <laughs> like, they, okay, yeah, let's go. Nah, they, they, she might not make, you don't make the movie, you just be chilling. You actually watch movie and enjoy, have conversation and whatnot. She, she goes about her business, she can leave or whatever. But then she's like, oh shit, next time something pop up, can I come through? That's what she invites. Nah, because you know, you know, you know what pissed me off about that? I had that a few times. And then she, then she ever hit you with a text like, oh, why you didn't do nothing when I was there? You like, I was trying to be a gentleman. Nah, fuck that. I was like, <laughs> I was chilling. I wanted to watch the movie. You could come back whenever you want. And boom. So can I come oh, through tonight? You never knew that okay. line? Yeah, okay, I peep the sauce. I peep the sauce. Come back whenever you want. <laughs> and it's, they will literally visit whenever they want. And be like, oh, sometimes it might conflict with other arrangements, but for the most part you have fun. Oh, you 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 can you can back in the days, you feel me, you could go for a two for for a day, you feel me? Niggas go to the gym two times. Yeah, sometimes, you can fit in two times in the night. <laughs> you just gotta wash your dick. Yo, a little whole bath, you feel me? Hey, you get caught. Women, women saw that vinegar snapped that coochie back. Nigga, wrap this up. All right. Please follow us on all social media at this might not go. If you have any branded deals, business opportunities, please email us at this might not go at gmail.com. I'm the host with the most, Mr. Him Hemi, aka him Duncan, BBC, aka Poppy Sazon. It's your boy Slick Grayson, aka Slick the Rizzler. We out of here, y'all. Y'all have a great one. Peace. The cow. Try to tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gonna get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby. This might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. <laughs> Hey, hey, that's it, one take. We're not even doing it again. Keep that, that's the one.